We've been counting down to the summertime, the season to pause, to take a break, to catch up, to slow down. We'd like to add to that, to tune in. Yes, to this podcast, but more importantly, to the posture of abiding, tuning in to practicing God's presence. We are beginning a series on spiritual disciplines. What comes to mind when you think about spiritual disciplines? As we prepare for this series, listen to the women who will be sharing in these upcoming episodes as they reflect on what comes to their minds when they hear spiritual disciplines. Just in general, when when you think about spiritual discipline, what like what's the first thing that comes to your mind? I was thinking about that, and I think maybe equate it to like what exercise does for us. You know, we know we need to work certain muscles, and that those muscles are good for us. They keep us healthy and in good shape as we grow older. And spiritual disciplines, to me, kind of fit in that same. Like sometimes it's a little hard to start them you know, to get started in a routine with them. But once you get into routine and you're doing that on a, on a regular basis, it's so good for you. And it, it really is beneficial to you like overall and in the long run. Yeah. And you can definitely feel it when you're out of the routine. Yeah. <laughs> the out yeah. Of the habit. Well, and it gets, honestly, unfortunately, it's a little too easy to slip out of the habit of yeah. them too. Just definitely. like, you know, go on vacation and you're like, oh, I got to start exercising again. It's kind of the same yeah. thing with, yeah. Uh, maybe if we have a little season where we're not as, com- you know, into one of a spiritual discipline, especially prayer, I feel like it, it can be easy to, to get out of the habit of it. What about you, Kathy? Well, you know, I think spiritual disciplines, when I think of it, it's the way that I am praying and hoping that God will conform me more to his image. By these practices that we do as Christians, that's the means that we place ourselves before God to be formed more into his image. And so I guess I look at it as a a means to becoming more Christ-like. So when you hear the words spiritual discipline or disciplines, what comes to your mind? I think it gets a negative connotation. It's spiritual, seems very mystic or esoteric, unattainable. Um, and then discipline, nobody wants to sign up for that. So, I mean, what, what possible good thing, almost unattainable to have a spiritual discipline. Yeah. I think when I first think of those two words together, it sounds very monotonous in my head um, to think, okay, I'm going to get out of bed in the morning and I'm going to, the first thing I do, I reach to my right and on my, my, you know, bookshelf or my nightstand, I grab my Bible and I open it and I read and then I put it away and I go brush my teeth and like the kind of the monotony of a morning routine or whenever you say, okay, my spiritual discipline of scripture reading or I'm going to church on Sunday morning, like it looks very specific in many people's lives. And so I think it, I I agree with Nancy of, um, I think it does get a negative connotation um, because it can be too structured for some people. um, And sometimes, and I, I know I felt this of, I think a lot of times it has a lot of pressure added to it. Spiritual disciplines, kind of what comes to mind when you think about that? What's the first thing that pops in your head when you hear that term? I think for me, it's not a thing that pops into my head. It's an emotion. I get excited. (laughs) I don't exactly know why that is, but I just feel like I really connect with God through spiritual disciplines. And that 
kind of phrase and idea is relatively new in my life. And even though I've been doing them, we've all been doing them for many, many years, but just talking about them in that way. And then I feel like I've learned so much about spiritual disciplines and learned a lot of other spiritual disciplines uh, in the last, I don't know, uh, 10 or 15 years of my life. And so um, I just... I get excited. I feel like there's a lot more for me to learn, and it's just a beautiful way to grow close to God. So how do you define spiritual disciplines? For me, I just feel like it's ways to draw near to God on a regular basis, and I think in terms of rhythms, just having regular rhythms in our lives and spiritual rhythms and ways that we connect with God. And, you know, we can talk about the word disciplines. Uh, mm-hmm. There's there's some, there's a lot to that, uh, that it is a discipline. It's It's something that you work at and that you get better at as you practice it. So spiritual practices, spiritual disciplines, spiritual exercises, just the different words for it, I think, have a lot of meaning. I love that you approach discipline with joy because I think sometimes I approach the word discipline or a discipline in your life, whether it be spiritual or working out. We were talking about that. And I don't always approach it with joy or excitement. It's sort of a feeling, not of dread. I wouldn't say that about spiritual disciplines, but definitely like pass or fail. This is something I do or don't do, and therefore I've checked it off or not. So really to approach it with joy sounds to me more like it's a relationship with you. It must be because... I I don't consider myself a very disciplined person in general. (laughs) So it's not like I'm this highly organized, disciplined person in every area of my life. So I found great freedoms from that and perfection and just standards I set for myself and miss a a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I find great freedom in spiritual disciplines because it's about drawing near to God. And there's just great beauty and freedom in that. What when you, when somebody says that to you, what kind of pops in your brain? The first thing I think of is fasting. I don't know why I think of that because <laughs> it takes the most discipline. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, but of course, prayer and and worship and meditation and things like that. But to me, when somebody says that, I always think I think of fasting for some reason. I don't know. It is like a more unique one. I feel like it kind of set apart a little bit. I feel like I didn't really understand or know what a, a spiritual discipline was until I was grown. And I mean, I grew up in the church and it's not like we didn't talk about prayer and fasting, but nobody ever labeled them as a spiritual discipline. Mm-hmm. It was just like part of who you were as a Christian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that I um, really thought about it much until I was older either when I actually started seeing like books on them. Mm-hmm. Blake and I have a book called Habits of Grace that we recommend to college so students good. a lot that but I was looking, so I was looking at it last night yeah. in preparation for this, and there is no lament chapter. No, <laughs> so, no there's not. I look, because we we studied a book, Celebration of Discipline by Richard Foster, yeah. which is an older book, and it's not listed, yeah. you know, as one of the spiritual disciplines, but but it goes along with lots of other ones. You for know. sure. Yes. Yes. Sorry, Hannah, what, what comes to your mind when you think of it? I think of just like areas in your spiritual life that we get to be a part of and partake in that allow us to grow closer to God. I feel like each one allows us to grow in our faith and know God in a sweeter and better way than before. So when you hear the term spiritual disciplines, what comes to mind? 
for me, it brings thoughts of Richard Foster in the book Celebration of Disciplines. I imagine you may be hearing that across these episodes. Every one of these conversations <laughs> yeah. we have. Yes. I have not but read it, that book. Yeah. Well, I read it when I was in high school. It's not a new book. No. 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 It wasn't new probably when I read mm-hmm. it in high school. Mm-hmm. But I think when I read it then, Spiritual Disciplines felt to me like something you needed to muscle through like you were preparing for a race or a bodybuilding competition it was work. Yeah. yeah that it was all determination and um, gritting your teeth to take up your cross and that's how I read that book then not really how it's written because um, now as I think about spiritual disciplines I see it more like any other daily practice that I do whether it's exercise or eating or brushing my teeth that it is slowly shaping me that it's God's work in me and that the the discipline is not like gritting your teeth and making fists (laughs) to, to power through but more an opening to God a choice to show up every day in whatever discipline it is that it is God doing the work of transformation in me and all I'm doing is just showing up I often think of prayer and Bible study and fasting as like the big ones. You know, we need to be in the Word. We need to be praying. We need to be fasting on occasion. And I think those are the ones that come to my mind when somebody says spiritual disciplines. But it really is a lot more than that. It's it's everyday living. It's remembering, Lord, I need to ask you for help when I go have this conversation. Or, Father, I really need you to provide a way for me to love on this person right now and those kinds of moment by moment praying without ceasing instead of the Lord's Prayer you know or uh, memorizing the book of the Bible it's really getting in and studying and praying over what I'm doing what comes to mind when you hear the words spiritual disciplines I mean, with disciplines, you're already a disciple of Christ. You're already a believer and just taking it to that next step. So a deeper understanding of who Christ is, a deeper understanding of your relationship with him. Just go into a deeper level and those spiritual disciplines would carefully bring that about. Mm-hmm. And how do you know Christ more through those spiritual disciplines? When I think about when I hear the words, what I think of, when I think of a discipline, I think it's something you learn to do. And when I, when you add the word spiritual in front of it, all of a sudden it, in a very reverent kind of way, but it has a bit of a seriousness or maybe even rigidness to it. However, as Danielle has just said, I think that we know that actually it really is a gift of drawing near to God. So I know I'm growing in, in learning the disciplines. But I think that that my perspective on what I think of when I hear those words has changed for the better. And I think, too, if I can kind of jump into the pool Mm -hmm. of transparency really fast, I think most of us, when we think spiritual disciplines, probably do feel a little bit of pressure. Like, Mm -hmm. I do not measure up. Mm -hmm. And there are so many disciplines that I wish that I could be more faithful in. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even talking about spiritual things, just the discipline of eating correctly or the discipline of exercise or whatever it is. I don't think I have ever met any woman Mm -hmm. that would say I have arrived when it comes to many disciplines. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) And then when you think about spiritual disciplines 
and sometimes that yeah yeah it just it takes it up to a, a different level where and I think as believers we have to remind ourselves of just some really foundational truths that God does not love us more because of the things that we stack up and our accomplishments and the things that we do or less the, for the things yes, we don't stack yes, up that's right mm-hmm. that's right so our salvation and just those foundational, that the love that we receive from God is mm-hmm. a gift. Mm-hmm. And we receive that open-handedly. And, and then out of the overflow of our love for Christ comes these spiritual disciplines right. and comes the desire to know Him more through these things. Mm-hmm. And it's not the other way around. That's right. So I don't know if any of us would not have a tinge of, oh, I do not do all of these things well mm-hmm. or perfectly. And I, who who could not say, I want to grow a little bit more in my right. prayer life right. or in you know meditation or silence or whatever it is in mm-hmm. worship? I think we all have. So maybe we can just collectively take a breath right here. And start out yeah. and say that nobody does this yeah. perfectly. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. Now, before you turn this podcast off or roll your eyes and tune us out, we'd like for you to consider this invitation to rest. In her book, Ragged, Spiritual Disciplines for the Spiritually Exhausted, Gretchen Renovic shares about what it looks like to depend upon God, the biblical concept of abiding. She states, He invites you to fix your eyes on him and trust. But how? We remember what he has done. Do this in remembrance of me, were Christ's words at the Last Supper. She goes on to say, Scripture never displays the spiritual disciplines in a legalistic fashion. You won't find a list with details of how much, how long, or how often you must practice them. They're just part of life. The Holy Spirit will offer these things to you for each situation as needed. He calls us to participate in our restoration, not contribute to our restoration. We are restored when we remember what God has done in very tangible and tactical ways. While there really are many practices or disciplines that we could have chosen to focus on, we've picked five for such a time as this. We may add more in seasons to come, but the ones that we will be sharing in this series are Scripture, Prayer and Confession, Silence and Solitude, Worship, and Lament. You may be thinking, did she just say lament as a spiritual discipline? Is that even a thing? In light of our current place in history and the global impact of a pandemic and such unrest Suffering and mourning seems to be at an all-time high. Lament, as a spiritual discipline and reflected in Scripture, describes what it looks like to be patient in suffering, demonstrated through the work of the Holy Spirit and our need for Jesus during hard times. And like other disciplines, has an individual but also communal aspect to it. Rather than seeing spiritual disciplines as one more thing to do, a picture of striving, Consider instead resting, a picture of abiding. Our prayer as we dive into the Spiritual Discipline series is that we will learn more about experiencing God and living fully in Christ, embracing a soul at rest. Psalm 62 says, Truly, my soul finds rest in God alone. My salvation comes from Him. 
Truly, He is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress, and I will never be shaken. Yes, my soul finds rest in God. My hope is from Him. As we prepare our hearts, I'd like to share some words from Richard Foster in his book, Sanctuary of the Soul. God is welcoming you and God is welcoming me home, home to where we belong, home to that for which we were created. We have been in a far country. It has been a country of climb and push and shove. It has been a country of noise and hurry and crowds, and God is welcoming us home, home to peace and serenity and joy. We need not be afraid. God's arms are stretched out wide to take us in. God's heart is large enough to receive us. Welcome to the living room of God's love, where we can put on old slippers and share freely. Welcome to the kitchen of God's friendship, where chatter and batter mix in good fun. Welcome to the dining room of God's strength, where we feast to our heart's delight. Welcome to the study of God's wisdom, where we can grow and stretch and ask all the questions we want. Welcome to the workshop of God's creativity, where we become co-laborers with God. Welcome to the bedroom of God's rest, where new peace is found. Jesus is the doorway into this home. That is the heart of God, and prayer is the key that by grace, through faith, unlocks the door. Welcome home. Welcome to the sanctuary of the soul.